Welcome, everyone. We are in season three, y'all. Welcome to season three of Four yeah. Let me get a little bit out of season three. Hey. One, two, three. <laughs> and Trace. it is also Black History Month. What a better month to start off than Black Woo. History Month. <laughs> <laughs> so we are glad to be starting off in this month um i'm just happy to be back for season three and yeah definitely black women black horror let's get into it yes we decided to kind of go into a topic that we felt was important to discuss this year um it's been a lot going on, you guys. So let's talk Everywhere. about it. We're going to talk about um, <laughs> the horrors of racism. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do that. So before we do that, okay. uh, uh, mm-hmm, we're going to do that. <laughs> we're going to get into it today on this podcast. Yes, we will. But you know, y'all, we're going to do the hooch part too, of course. So then okay. Let's, let's break. Let's let's get to the drink part before we get into the. Listen, y'all might need a strong drink too because we finna talk about it. Um, <laughs> so, for Black History Month, I'm doing a little bit of different today. Your drink for the evening, my drink for the evening is actually a Jack and Coke, a JD and Coke. Um, I don't have to tell y'all how to make a Jack and Coke because it's Jack and Coke put it together. To mm-hmm. your liking. Um, but the reason I picked this drink is because we're talking Black History Month. And um, there has been some recent newfound information in the last couple years. And it wasn't really a secret. It just was one of them unspoken things um, in refer- reference, I'm sorry, to Jack Daniels. Um, so let me tell you what I found out. The little research. Um, Jack Daniels is actually created co-created um between jack daniels and a man named nathan nearest green Mm. nathan nearest green was a slave in tennessee he was not Mm. jack daniels slave but he was a slave um and what happened was he actually is who taught jack daniels how to distill um and after teaching him how to distill went to work at the company after the civil war um so Mm. He didn't get his flowers when he was due. We've been drinking Jack Daniels for how long? What this cup say? Since mm, 1866. Mm. And ain't nobody never talked about this black man who helped create it. Um, right. Um, and actually, we need to give some flowers to Miss Fawn Weaver because she is one of the African-American women who has been a catalyst in getting this thing recognized. And mm. she has also started another brand from her research, which if I haven't already told you, Uncle Nearest Whiskey is yeah. the And that is who it is named <laughs> after. It is named after Nathan Green Nearest. Um, mm. Like I said, he worked for Jack Daniel after the Civil War. And currently, the company that owns Jack Daniel, which is Brown and Foreman, are recognizing him as the first Black master distiller in the U.S. Mm. Um, so that's a major thing, because we didn't know that before. Um 
And like I said, he's the inspiration for the Uncle Nearest Whiskey. And the thing that Fawn Weaver has done that I think is really dope, I want to make a trip to Tennessee. She bought the original farm where Jack Daniel and um, Nathan Green started distilling this whiskey and an additional four acres to turn it into the nearest Green Memorial Park. I think that's dope. That's beautiful. Um, She's been doing buku research she talked to family members in tennessee she done pulled up all the things and she done went to the company and said y'all need to get this man his due credit mm-hmm. and that is what they are doing um so quick black history tidbit jack daniels was created recipe was finessed by the first african-american distiller in the u.s we are recognizing him as such there's no proof that nobody else was doing the same type of thing but that's what we're recognizing him as right now because we don't have any information about anybody else mm. all right get so, your jack and your coke going and I'm try that t- uncle nearest because it's good oh and that's on y'all a mess but i'm about to take a shot of this jack daniels y'all know how i do mm. got my little black girl on my cup <laughs> I was sipping a little before the show, so me and Jack is uh running low. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all, you know, you know what? We always do a little uh little pre-sip while we're getting ready, so <laughs> gotcha. Hey. You know how that go. Just a little behind the scenes, but man, so <laughs> I'm going to say this, this is, um, but it goes along with the topic, but you're talking about black women and horror, right? We're talking about black yeah. women and horror, mm-hmm. we're talking about the horrors of racism, like history month, let's go. <laughs> Man, all of it, all right. I'm here for it. <sighs> um... So, like, what's one movie that you all can think of that's, like, dealing with slavery or racism that's in horror that might, you know, get up under some people's skin? You know, raise up the topic. (laughs) Well, we're going to start it off by saying that, um, I guess kind of putting the horror, I get horror films that kind of highlight race. And I guess a lot of people didn't see this as a real like horror film, but I understand what they were trying Uh to do. And it was the movie Antebellum because I didn't think that it was, it was really uh, that scary, but I understand the fear because I, In my mind, I thought about the movie 12 Years a Slave. That's what I thought about when I watched Antebellum. Because think about it. The guy in 12 Years a Slave was free. He was free. And wasn't he going, uh, If I, because I, I only gave that movie one watch. I only gave it one watch. <laughs> I gave it a half watch, baby. I was fast forwarding because I was getting angry. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I gave it one look. I might might lose my black car, but I ain't watched it. I ain't mad. I didn't watch it for years. I ain't mad at all. I've stopped watching slave movies. 
Let me. Um, let me let me t- because, because I'm it, angry because yeah, it made me mad because they they because they <laughs> they inflict trauma. But let me tell you what happened in it. Um, this guy he was he was a free man. Um, he was a free man in okay. the north. Um, and he uh, he had about like a job opportunity or something like that. Um, so he was like uh, he had a family and everything. And he's like, hey, I, I got this. I heard about this job that that that's gonna pay well. So I'm gonna go and, and see about this. And um, it was a setup. And the this so-called you know job opportunity was. Uh, set up to capture black people and to take them back down south and to put them back in slavery and so that was the horrific part for me is that he was already free and that's why I thought about the movie Antebellum because think about it she you know it was like just regular black people like this day and age nobody everybody's cool and fine and free and then She's living her life, and the next thing you know, she's got placed back into a situation of slavery, which is what happened in 12 Years a Slave. Like, you just living your life, and you're fine, and then now, and somebody takes you and kidnaps you, and now you're back in slavery again, and that's what happened, and that's horrific for Black people, and what I have learned within the past couple of months, y'all, is that white people do not think that racism in horror movies is horror. They don't feel that. Well, because they're not black. Exactly. They think that they go, oh, uh, a little bit of racism in horror movies, that's not horror. So the things that that scare yes, us, because that's horrific for us, they're like, oh, that's not really horror. And and but my mind, I'm like, illegal. if that's not horrific for you, then you must be one of the monsters who's inflicting the terror. Because if you don't think, because in my mind, if something is not that horrific, that scaring somebody, if you're not the person that, then you're the person scaring the other person. If it's not horror for you. Then you're. Then it has to be you're oh. the one that's inflicting the terror upon the other person. And nobody, nobody wanted to respond when I decided to challenge that upon upon people. Like if you don't find that horrific, if if that doesn't tear, if that doesn't scare you, then then you get a kick out of scaring people with stuff like that. Because that scares black people into thinking. That you could be living your life one day, fine and dandy, and then somebody wants to. Because think about it. Um, that is a type of human trafficking. Because human trafficking is real. That there are people, there are children being trafficked from other countries, being taken and being uh, victims of traffic and being used as like sex slaves and and being forced into like human servitude um when they think they're coming over to different countries at to get a job to get an education and then they get tricked and in, into yeah. doing something completely different that happens for real today that's and that's horrific for some people that is scary for some people uh-huh. But it should be scary for everybody. And that's my problem with the conversation of how it's mm-hmm. going. I don't know 
how many people watched Annabellum. I'm not going to lie to you. I did not watch it until we discussed this topic amongst ourselves. And I was like, dang, let me go ahead and watch it. Because like I said, I didn't watch mm-hmm. Slay. Because it was a Slay. I thought it was a Slay movie. I saw slavery in the previews. I was like, I'm not doing that. Um, so I watched it this week, y'all. Mm-hmm. And my thing with this movie is how you mirrored it with 12 Years a Slave. 12 Years a Slave, mm-hmm. he was in the North. He got tricked and they took him back to stop putting him back in slavery. But the mm-hmm. thing that it sticks out in that movie is slavery was still going on. Mm-hmm. It was still a thing. He was free, but that wasn't the state of the world at the time. In mm-hmm. Antebellum, ain't no slavery. That shit illegal. You ain't supposed to be running up on no plantation getting beat. And all of a sudden, you getting kidnapped and wake up looking like Angel Mama picking cotton. Right. That's not, that's terrifying. Right. And then they're telling you, you can't talk to each other. You're an educated black woman with degrees on a national syndicated TV show. You writing books, you leading conventions, and all of a sudden you picking cotton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they're not scared is because it's not going to happen to them. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody finna put no pick no white folks up and put them on the plantation and be like, Whoosh. We, exactly. that's not something I want to do. I don't got time for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's people out there still living like the, it's coming back around and we're gonna be living this lifestyle again. And that is terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Exactly exactly. It's terrifying to know that it's people that are out there making money in human trafficking that are abducting people and putting them in servitude that things like that are are real for for a lot of people and that is that is horrific and they're only doing it to certain races that's the scary part this is true and and it's hard when people don't see that you know what i mean (laughs) Uh that's the that's the that's the scary part of racism is that people want to be turn a blind eye to it because it's like <laughs> if it doesn't happen to me it obviously doesn't happen so therefore this is not a fear of mine so let me overlook it listen and then that's what we you all know. watched the Capitol a couple weeks ago uh-huh. we know that that it's a group of folks out there who think they above the law, they above everything else. It don't happen to them, and it ain't possible. Mm-hmm. And they was all at the Capitol last couple weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Exactly. When you have this conversation, there's movies like like Get Out that we've mentioned as well before, where people mm-hmm. looked at that and was like i didn't get it or i don't know why that was scary oh, that's but again a, for that's us it's another like oh, one shit. that's another one and that yeah. was scary come on like people basically one. spotting you out and spouting you for your organs come on man that's another that's one. another thing that's still legit happening yes <laughs> that's another yes. one that in the, for that, organs now that's another one. White people that they said that they didn't. They don't even call that a horror movie. They said that that's not that's not horror because of they feel like uh, it was too much about race that it took. They say that took away from the horror of it. And I'm like, y'all know this is happening to black people. Let me tell you how real this is. Um, the guy uh, 
who directed um, our pilot episode of Fifth Column said that when we, because uh, he's a Savannah State alumni, said that when, mm-hmm. we were, when we were in college, he had a cousin pass away. And um, uh, he ended up with, um, with no organs. He said that's a very real thing because it happened to one of his cousins. See? I mean, think- it was it happened on a national level. Everybody saw that thing um with the young man in Valdosta. In Georgia, it happened in, in that gym in man. Georgia. Here in-, in Georgia. And that was what a few and years ago. That was around that what 2000, mm-hmm. 2000, what, 12, 13? Mm. Don't let me lie to you on the date, but I remember they got ready to do that second autopsy and they pulled that baby back up when they exhumed his remains and there was no organ. He was missing organs. He was missing And organs. I was like, how? Houseway? He wasn't a donor? Yes. They, he had no remember and they they found that child, they found him rolled up in the gym mat and they and they tried to say he he did it. That's how he died. How you roll yourself up in a gym mat? He fell in it. And take out and take he out your own organs. And, te- and take out your own organs. And that's still well. Now they tried to blame that on the funeral home in Georgia. That's happened, and there's still that's still an open case. There's still no no information about it. There's still that that's there that's still open as to where there was a petition going around. Um, uh, not too long ago, when all the other petitions was going around, um, with the protests and stuff, to go back and look uh-huh. into his case about. What happened to him? Yeah. What it happened to him? There was too much going on with that. It was where, too many. Where are his organs? And y'all think stuff like get out is too far-fetched and that it's not scary because no. of the racism part, but it's stuff like that happening. And that was just a few years ago. Man, why you think people be scared of like doctors, surgery, all of that, mm-hmm. these vaccines? Like It's just a lot of stuff that I feel we're we're used as guinea pigs even underground because they know about our genetics. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They know the quality of it, especially us black females. So, I mean, it's hard to me because, I mean, like, in the back of my head, I think about the fact of what is a young lady's name they use her cells for that we use now with the vaccine? Oh. I feel so bad. I cannot think of her name right now. <laughs> if you had not asked me, I could tell you off the top of my dome. Because um, it's a major scientific thing. But I can't think mm-hmm. of it right now. Um. Hold on. But it's just the fact of the quality of our just existence. But you don't want to say it, though. But you want to go behind the scenes and do all this to kill us and then... I don't know, y'all. I I mean, this topic, to be honest, normally y'all know I'm giddy up, laughing and all that, but it just really puts rage in me. And that's something that I try to work on whenever I have to have um, professional and appropriate conversations with other people and trying to depict the importance of how and why I feel the way I feel. 
Um, I don't think a lot of people understand that it's not just, oh, well, it's 2021 and yeah, it's still racism, but it ain't no but. It's like this rage and this pain is like centuries old. You know, it ain't me. It ain't just me. It's what's in me. It's who I am. It's who I come from. It's a strength that's behind me. All of those generations of my ancestors, I feel everything as well as the flip side. I gain all that knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't think, I don't think people look at it sometimes at that depth. And I'm not the type because I love everyone. You know, I wish we all could coexist and love each other, you know, mm-hmm. but I just wish people would understand the trauma that comes with that. And if you are of the Caucasian race, then admit to the fact that your ancestors were just wrong. Raggedy. They were wrong. And you do better. And by you doing better, that sets it up for the next generation. So they ain't got to put their head down and be like, well, yeah, my granddaddy would cake cake. You No. My daddy fixed what my granddaddy did. So now I can... That's all it takes. Just admit to it. Be like, I'm sorry. And do better. Ain't gonna be no sorry. And that's the sad hold part. On. Hold on. Hold on. Let me key it down. Because I was finna be... <laughs> <laughs> I was finna be... Y'all. Let me tell you. This topic, when y'all told me... When we talked about what we was gonna discuss, when we said racism and in horror, I was like, ooh, I'm gonna just shut up on this episode. But I can't. Um, But... Like I said, I don't watch the slave movies because it makes me angry. But just like now, watching the news, everything makes me angry. Mm -hmm. And it's traumatic. Like after we've watched this black man die on TV, we don't watch this one minding his business getting shot. At his house. Your house is getting shot. It's all just a accumulation and it's terrifying like I have boys and everybody talks about you got to teach your kids my baby's 13 I have to tell him if you ever in a situation when the cops roll up on you I hate to say it but comply don't give them no reason to pull a gun on you granted you got all the rights in the world just don't give them no reason and I hate that I have to exactly I have to tell him to box himself in and be appropriate and kind of, yes, a master, no sir, whatever the case may be, because I just want you to come home alive. But that's a horror aspect for us. And when you tell it to people who don't live it, they dismiss it. And I think that's what happens Mm -hmm. in the movies. When you see this stuff in the movies and we like, oh, Lord. And they be like, it's make believe. It's just fiction. No, it's not. It's not. It's not fiction, it's real. It's straight up real. That's what that's the part that makes it scary. But I'm gonna say this the part that makes me a little bit more petrified, and this is just this is on us too. This when that when that man was on the ground choking, can't breathe. How many of this was out and people recording and not stopping the police? Not not intervening. Okay, I understand. Couple people might catch a bullet or two, but I'm just saying, like, why can't we also stand with each other in those moments? Like, come on, it was like what two or three police. A lot of people actually. I watched that the video, and I I was actually brave enough to watch it from start to finish. 
I did. I said, you know what? I said, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm stick it out because a lot of people were attacking the young lady who, who, who had the original recording and saying, like, why didn't she do, do anything? Because actually- She a woman. She, yeah, because she was young. Yeah, number one, she's a, she was a woman and she's young. Yes. Two, she did try to do a lot. And a lot of people in the video did. I watched it from start to finish. A lot of people tried to step in and do a lot. And they were threatened. Um, a lot of people kept saying, can I do, let me stop, get up, get off of him. Get off ain't of him. No, you ain't got time, to say. I'm talking about do action. Like action. No, yes, every time they tried to approach him, the other, if you, if you notice, there were, the guy that had his foot on his his neck and then there was another cop that was like in front of the other guy and every time somebody said hey can i just can i just come check him can i come check his pulse can i see if he needs something the other guy kept would like do this and be like step back step back okay okay, okay. i'm not trying to sound like mm -hmm. um what I'm saying is, what you just said, right? They keep going, can I? There should be no can I. When you see your person struggling, when you see your folks struggling, okay, they take an action, you take some action. Like, okay, if I'm, for example, say if I'm seeing you getting your butt beat on the street, Kima. I jumping in. I'm jumping in if it's not a one-on-one. -on -one, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. This make me mad. This. Mm -hmm. Put that down and jump in. To me, you want to say we're not like our ancestors? To be honest, that part is what we're not like our ancestors and we need to bring back. They didn't have to. They didn't do all that. What they did? They got together. They got their guns and did what they had to do and let them know you can't come up in here like this. You're not going to do all of us like this. Oh, yeah. We do need to stop saying that we, we are not we are not like our ancestors because they were hella strong. They're hella stronger yeah. than a lot of these weak-ass people are these days. So I, had, uh, I lost some respect for my idol when he said that bullshit. I love Kanye West, but when Kanye West gave me that backward-ass logic about... <laughs> We chose slavery because we didn't do X, Y, Z, and how is this many of us and we all got enslaved and it was more of us than them. I, that, ugh, I was so hurt. Yeah. I was so hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just talked about how that could happen. Like they were, some majority of them were promised something better or they were actually enslaved by their own. Right. I mean, and then we don't talk about that. Part. We don't talk about that part, do we? That's still happening too. It wasn't as major as you know, folks want to make it out to be to be like, well, y'all did to yourself, but it's still happening in oh a, yeah a different form. So, oh, I mean, yeah, we don't mm -hmm. talk about that. And mm -hmm. you don't talk about, and you know, of course, it, the thing is the tactics of divide and con I mean, when you talk about. I mean, there was a, people don't want to talk about, there was a lot of slave revolts that people don't want to talk about. A lot of that happened. Because they don't want us to get that up in us. They don't want us to be like, oh yeah, let's, let's do it. There That's... was a lot, there was a lot more revolting <laughs> than people talked about. And they don't want to, but they don't want to you talk about. You know what, about, a prime example of that. Go ahead, Dave, what was you going to say? 
oh no, I was gonna say the prime example of which y'all talking about um the revolts and them not wanting us to know. That Nat Turner movie that came out a few years back that uh Nate uh, did. Mm-hmm. And what did y'all bring up for folks to be like, oh, we boycotted him was a a a case, a court case that he had already been dealt with about that rape situation. All of a sudden, that was all over the news, and we was looking at that, and it was taking instead of the movie, his movie, yep. But now he got a whole new movie out. American Skin folks is raving about it; they watching it, and it's the same man, and he still got that same situation in his past, and ain't word one came out about it. See, how it's 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 all very divisive, very divisive. Mm-hmm. And, that, and, and that's that, the part that's the problem. People... That was the problem there, and that's that's the problem as to why more revolts didn't happen. Was the divisiveness step separate? Because see, you get one revolt over here, but then you start separating them over here. You revolt. You get a group that revolts here, but then you start separating them here. Because then you terrify these people here, you torture these people here, and then only this small percentage of people want to revolt now. Because these are beaten, these are broken, and, and these are like these it. are afraid, these are too scared, these are weakened, these are sick. And, and some of them know. just the got the surplus, the ones that was just right up on them, just a kissing. And yeah, master, they said they were gonna, uh, they said they were gonna burn the barn down and and let go of all your all your horses. I just wanted to let you know, master, Stephen. <laughs> so that's what's going them, Stephen. Oh, man, all this is still <laughs> going up on that. The Stevens. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, all this stuff is still going on now. Like how you were saying, like with the division and stuff, like mm-hmm. okay. I'ma be honest. I like, you know, we all got a little, you know, a little piece of little ratchet side in us, but I'm gonna be honest with you. When it come down to the real deal, I'm not saying about no Birkin bag. Okay. No, I, I I'm just saying though, I'm just naming stuff out that get us distracted in our community. I ain't worried about if my man got VIP at the club and I done got my nails done in my set. You know what I'm saying? My set got, about, it's about $100. You know, y'all get what I'm getting at. All right, right. Okay? That's a vision as well. For me to look at a, for you know how I go look at a female, dang, she ain't got her nails done, look at her. Her hair all raggedy, her clothes, right? That is another division. Mm-hmm. And with, some people don't even pay attention to that. It's like, come on, y'all. If you see a sister girl doing, you think she doing bad, go talk to her. You don't know what she got. She probably put you on knowledge, put you on game. Because she probably saving her money to get a house. And see, you know what? And that's, that you know, part. the book Uncle Tom's Cabin kind of showed it was written to talk about like the different types of black people. And that was the stereotypes of you got this type of black person and you got this type of black person. And that was the, the where the stereotypes of where Uncle Tom came from. And that's where you got the, the stereotype of where like Topsy came from. And that's why that's where stereotypes of black people like started to originate from. 
manifest yeah yeah those those are where like yes those manifest of stereotypes come from and that's also why um lovecraft decided to throw those in that series and and make them into nightmares because stereotypes are a type of nightmare for black people why because stereotypes are what cause uh fear it's the right. stereotype of black people that instill fear as to why karen's called the police in the first place Girl, what you in my mind just then? Because I said that in my head just then. I was like, they that's why scared. Karen called the police. They scared. But of what? When you, as a police officer, a fully armed, trained police officer, can tell me you were scared of a nine-year-old child in the park and you didn't know what he was going to do to you, so you shot him dead. What is that serious that you heard that made you that scared? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And then I, I, on the flip side, I understand they out there risking their life every day, and there are real terrors out there. But it's just sometimes you gotta use common sense. But common sense ain't that common. I, I I've learned that. And they based but, on freaking stereotypes. <clears throat> These stereotypes instill fear. And where do the stereotypes come from? Racism. And I wonder, are there any movies on the flip side of that for Caucasian people or any other race where it's something that socially feared uh, that they've done a horror movie about? I don't, I can't think of anything like that. That only happens for us. Except for like these dystopian movies or whatever, but. Like the um, sex trafficking, that's about it. True. They do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Taking mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, you'll see them over there in Amsterdam somewhere. Mm-hmm. They be asking for it in the movies. Hostile and shit. <laughs> I'm backpacking across Europe. I don't know nobody and I'm sleeping on couches. Um. <laughs> that should be our next topic. <laughs> right. Oh, that sounds like a good topic. <laughs> But I don't, I can't think of movies where it's like, this is a major thing. Like, they, okay, here you go. We don't get Holocaust horror movies. We get documentaries. You know what? History movies, but we don't get Holocaust horror movies. I can't think of one. You know what? I can't either. You don't. You get depictions of the, the, like, how we have regular old slave movies, but they don't make horror movies about things like that that have occurred in history. Don't do that. Hmm. They sure don't. But do you think that's what made people a little upset? You know? I, I don't know. And I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the other side. It's like, uh, it's always... Something, something about slavery. Always, well, that's always. Just them, that's just being dismissive, though, because you're tired of hearing it. Because you're tired of having to realize 
the truth of this the situation that what was done was wrong and uh-huh. it showed people back in the gap and it showed people still doing it and you can't deny it so you get tired of hearing it and you want to say we're pulling a race car uh-huh. shit it's my car to pull i'm black i'm black blackity black i'm pulled the card all day long and i'm black y'all and i'm black y'all right <laughs> i'm black and black <laughs> but oh, i you know what i never thought about that before now i don't know any horror movies for like those major situations like that mm-hmm. storm in the capital is a new horror movie we're gonna make that y'all Oh, we can make it to all right now. This is this is the fifth wall, so I bet not. We already done said it, so I can see where they stormed the Capitol, but like the Capitol is actually like a like a house set up for them for terror because they already knew they were coming. Oh, like uh, oh, what's that movie? Tales from the uh, Tales from the Hood. Oh, so they each see their own little demons. Mm-mm. Or set them up like um like jigsaw. Right, every room oh. is you gotta go through. Yes, that be good. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I I really don't want to dig a little bit too much more because I'm trying to stay professional and uh I don't want to get too hot. <laughs> and, and my bottle almost gone too. You know what I'm saying? You see me like, dang, why, are you doing that? why do I keep picking up this empty glass? So if y'all were to, okay, all right, since so we're talking about making movies and let's kind of make it on the light side, you know what I'm saying? We already talked about the heavy stuff. So like if you were to make a like different race, but like a slave movie, like what would you do? All right, what kind of movie would you make? Have you guys seen the movie? I don't even know if we talked about it before. But what is it? It D- District 9, where they had the race of aliens that was like coming living in the projects on Earth. You seen y'all seen mm-hmm. that before? I've seen that. It's a TV show like that too, but I've seen that. I've seen District 9. It's like the aliens was like at the bottom of the pyramid and they was like living in the slums. And like one of the guys that was treating the aliens bad, something happened and he started to turn into one. And then he started to, and he started to see how poorly they were treated too. Once he started turning into one. Mm -hmm. It was actually pretty good though. It was crazy, but it was good though. It's called District 9. I wonder if I made an amusement park for like reverse slavery. Would people actually go to be like, oh, let's live the experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that would be a terrifying thing as well. Oh, yeah. Like a, a Halloween thing, like reverse antebellum. Come I like the I like where you going with that. I think with me, I probably would do something like surrogate, where it's like, okay, you can earn up to a hundred k per month if you allow your body to be rented out for forty hours. 
Oh, well, I'm not gonna pay him to mistreat him. What you mean? They ain't gonna live. Think about it. Come on now. Okay. Like I ain't gonna pay. Out, I, I ain't gonna pay out that money. Sound like an episode of Mira. <laughs> <That's Right. laughs> y'all know how y'all know how my head is anyway but that's the scary part though you know you're thinking you're gonna get some money that ain't what they did they ain't what they did our ancestors we thinking we're gonna do battle you know so on that note <laughs> <laughs> ah, what else you got for me man <laughs> All the way, all the way over there. Thank y'all for joining us for episode one of season three. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love it. I love it. I love the fact of how we evolved over the three seasons, to be honest. And I appreciate every season with you two. I love it. Yes. I hope our audience love it too. Yes, we are moving, 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 moving. You guys, if you haven't already, if you haven't, I don't know what you guys are waiting on. What are you waiting on? Join our Facebook group, Whore and Hooch on Facebook. Follow us um, Facebook, Instagram, Fifth Wall, Fifth Column, Temper Drinks. What are you waiting on? But the season is just getting started. <laughs> We got a full ride ahead of you guys. Just getting started. Okay. (laughs) We're still in a pandemic. So we're going to be there to get y'all through it. (laughs) Horror too, y'all. That's terrifying. Okay. We got us to take you through it with the horror entertainment, with the drinks. Stay tuned with us. We got giveaways coming. We got your drink ideas coming. We got a short film coming. Hey. We got a pilot episode of the fifth column dropping. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to be anywhere else at this point? Man, y'all better come through. Come, come on. on now, where the horror reside? <laughs> Let me not say that again for we, we get a season assistant this time. Okay. Run him his money. We ain't got it. Man. Okay. <laughs> y'all, before we get off, y'all make sure y'all y'all check on me in like a week or so because y'all know I'm down here with his Super Bowl. All these all these people coming down here. I'm a little scared. My um exactly. Yes, yes. I stay in walking distance from the stadium. Y'all man, I'm staying home, but I'm still in- well, it's Sunday, you know. But yeah, they be there all weekend, girl. Don't go to work on Friday. You're right. I might not. I'm, I'm, I'm a call out. <laughs> Don't play this on here. Y'all know I'm lying. If I don't set it on here, I ain't calling that. I'm stand just saying. The, stay in the house. Man. <laughs> but, my, but for real, like my anxiety is like up to here. So y'all might need to check on. Be stay in the house. Y'all. And don't go down there being foolish. Y'all. We got mad ass. <laughs> Man, and these people, please wear y'all masks down here because I know y'all coming down here to turn up. Mm-hmm. I know they, they finna turn y'all into Atlanta because Atlanta ain't never shut down, y'all. I'm Man, sorry. Atlanta is coming here. I done seen so many people saying it, and it's fine. Y'all can come, but y'all like to turn up with no mask and y'all nasty. Y'all know what y'all be doing. Sick of y'all. <laughs> I want to go outside and play. Please. Jesus. Like with no mask on, 
right. Yes, y'all, please. Again, we done went all the way over there. Um, yeah. <laughs> please, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Wear your masks. Wash your hands. Put on some hand sanitizer, please. We want the pandemic to be over with. Now, just get some soap and water. Just as much as you guys do. So, you know, COVID safety. We will be back soon with episode two. We are going to be talking about the horrors of traveling. <laughs> So we're going to get into those movies. So we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be doing some collaborations and interviews. And, you know, we'll be doing our lives and stuff soon as well. So until then, you guys be safe. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm black, y'all. I'm blacker than black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo. Because I'm black.